Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country, Mo with an attitude. And by High V, the world's best tailgating begins at High V, proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the morning, every Friday morning at 7.30, leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Yeah. Love the enthusiasm. Love it. Love it. Let's go. Let's get this rolling. The uh, doors are open to the Chiefs Kingdom show tonight. We are at the Hy-Vee Market Grill on Berry Road in the Northland where there's so many awesome fans. And we've been hitting the Northland hard uh, last week in Liberty and this week here at the great location on Berry Road. On your way to the airport, got to work around some uh, detours, but get 29. This time instead of going west to 64th Street, come east on Berry Road, can't miss us. We've got a great show for you tonight. Uh, we got one pinch hitting going on. McCole Hardman is going to fill in for Tyreek Hill, who is getting some additional treatment. Uh, remember, he warriored up yesterday. He did not play the first drive of the second half, and then he came out and just balled up uh, on the second half and showed some real guts. Coach is going to talk about that here in just a couple minutes. 
Coach will talk about that situation because I asked him about the cheetah warring up, and he'll talk about that in a second. A reminder on these Chiefs Kingdom Monday nights, hy is the place to be. Really from 4 to 7 at the Metro Hy-Vee's throughout the kingdom, um, you can get the meal deals, a two-piece chicken tender, just $6.10, a two-entree Asian meal, just $6.10, two calzones, $6.10. And tonight is a special night, not only getting ready to beat the Tennessee Titans, but it's also Weird Wolf's birthday. Yes. And a reminder, it's rutting season. Right in the middle of October, it's rutting season. So you know what that means. And uh, Weird Wolf is fired up. Uh, okay. He's also fired up because his favorite thing about Hy-Vee is this new QR code. Have you seen this? I mean, take your phone and scan the QR code that you see in the Hy-Vee store. I mean, scan the, yeah, QR code because you won't believe the deals. Best in the history of food and groceryness. okay? Just scan it, and uh, you'll, you'll be glad you did. Let's put it that way. They're called the Super Hot Deals, and just scan it. I don't know if you can scan the T-shirt of the gals that are, and guys that are walking around, but just scan the code because they're not only just deals, they are super hot deals. Yeah, and they are huge. You got it. We didn't work on that cue. All right, anyway, that's what's going on at High V. Now, let's talk football here a second. This score just in, Chiefs 31, Washington football team 13. Anybody nervous at halftime? Just checking, just checking. What about the second half? Complimentary football, offense, defense, special teams. We will talk about it tonight. In this game, the Chiefs had a 10-play, 95-yard drive and a 15-play, 96-yard drive. That is huge. 14 of those 95 or more drives with the tutelage of Andy Reid, nine with Patrick Mahomes at the helm. Harrison Butker has made 16 straight field goals. He's working on his own record there. But to me, and I'm going to ask Coach about it in a second, I just got chills down my spine. Daryl Williams at running back. He waited 40 games to get his first start. All these rounds of the draft, all these mock drafts, nobody drafted that dude. And talk about warrioring up. He changed the game because we were gasping for air, and on a first down play, Patrick threw him a check down because he was getting ready to get sacked. It should have been a one-yard play. It turned into a 13-yard play, and the game flipped from there because Tyreek and the offense got on fire. When you got a back that waits 40 games to get his first start and brings it, Darrell Williams was able to put the hammer down, baby. You have got it. All right. And also, defensive on the defensive side, they pitch a shutout in the second half. Only allowed 76 yards. Mike Dana, forced fumble. Nick Bolton, the former Missouri star, nine tackles, career high. And a sneaky defender that nobody talks about, Rashad Fenton, playing corner. He was fearless yesterday. A career-high seven tackles. Rashad Fenton, little dude, bringing it with seven tackles, a career-high. He was able to. And to come back and play football like that in all three phases in the second half was huge. 
Everybody got on that plane last night feeling a part of that victory. And it's time now to create some energy and get ready for the Tennessee Titans. We'll talk about that later in the show. Love your spirit. When we come back, we'll hear from Andy Reid after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Football Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Darrell Williams, the lone setback. They fake it to him. The quick pass, touchdown! Kansas City on the quick slant at the back of the end zone off play action. Tie, re-kill, and the cheetah finds the sweet necker of the end zone when the Chiefs need it the most. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee Market Grill. We are located on Berry Road uh, in the Northland once again as we uh, celebrate a victory over the Washington football team and get ready for the Tennessee Titans with us now. The winningest head coach uh, in the history of the Kansas City Chiefs. One of the top uh, coaches winning-wise in all of professional football history with us is Andy Reid. Good day's work, especially that second half, Coach. This Monday feels pretty good right now. Yeah, no, it does. I'm I'm proud of the guys for uh, pushing through what started off a little rough, uh, particularly offensively. Uh, defensively, I thought we had a pretty good game plan there and worked out well. So um, offensively, we I think we had a good game plan. We just had some hiccups in there uh, we needed to work on. So, you know, a lot of times teams will get down on themselves and can't recover, but I'm glad our guys were – you know, kept the, their their mind right and were able to get back on doing what uh, they're used to doing. You know, I don't get excited about much, but I do get excited. I'm going to get fired up here. When I see a Daryl Williams in his first start in his 40th game, who was not even drafted, and the play where we throw a check down that should have gone for a yard goes for 13. And I'm opposite your sideline, but I'm seeing that whole sideline just rise up. What about Daryl Williams? toughness and grit on that play alone that seemed to light the fuse to light the Roman candle. Yeah. Well, he's a likable guy our, you know, he's liked uh, by our coaches and, and his teammates. So he's, he's a good teammate. And, and so when he made, when he made that play that you're talking about, um, it does give you, it's a goose bumper, right? I mean, it gives you, it gives you a lift and um, it happened at, at the right time. So, um, you know, we were all glad to, see him play well and he had a good game you know he had almost 100 total yards rushing he had over 60 and then uh, the others receiving the ball so he did a nice job but one of your mantras is create energy how much is that kid an energy giver um and has been ever since he put on our pads yeah no he's a he's a good kid is what he is and he's he's a smart football player and and um and he he's got He's got good athletic ability, so he, he he's the kind of guy you pull for uh, being that type of player, person. Want to ask you too? Part of the fuse getting lit was that defensive stop on third and two. You defend that wide receiver screen, Thornhill's there. Then they missed the field goal and then just turned. Uh, getting the defensive stops in the second half and pitching a shutout. What can that do to help you tonight and moving forward the rest of the year? Yeah, we need to keep building on that. So I. I think really both sides of the ball that that second half you need to take that and and keep it. That doesn't mean that uh, the rest of the league isn't going to score on you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that um, you know you, you've got to you got to keep that that uh, confidence level up and and performance level up. And 
when you can balance that thing out, that's a, that's normally a good thing. I don't ask you about that because I'm going to throw special teams in here too. McColl's 30 yard return was big. The fact that you've mentioned this week after week after week, Hey, we're about close to hitting everything, hitting on all cylinders, but everybody got on that plane last night feeling good. It wasn't a 50 49 win. It wasn't a two to nothing win, but to get all three phases hitting, what does that do for tonight and moving on the rest of this week and the rest of this year, potentially? Yeah. Well, yeah, we've got a lot of, lot of season left, but it's, uh, it's a good, it's a good place to start for sure. And get your week's work in, you know, the bottom line is every team's a little different and that you play and then you've got to, you know, you got to come out and go through that whole process of preparation and you do that the right way with the same intent, whether you win or lose that, that, that normally pays off for you on Sunday. You know, if you let things slide, uh, get too high or too low, then, uh, you normally can't make things right on, on Sunday. So, you know, we've got to go through everything here and you got to do that week after week. We're talking about our game seven coming up here. We just finished six games. So game seven coming up out of 17 games. So you, you've got, you've got quite a bit of season left, but you, you got to have the right frame of mind uh, to do all of this, Mitch. And you know that, but it's, a, it's, if you're off a tick, then you get your tail kicked. And so you got to make sure that you're right um, as you as you practice, you know, your profession here. But you've always talked about trust and process, but how much of that is belief and not fracturing? Because I've seen teams fracture. Uh, yeah. And, you've, and you've, you've spackled it together time and time again. That's, that was my mantra last week. We've seen you do it time and again, but how easily can the team fracture and how much do you have to continue to believe in yourself even when you're, you know, gasping for air. Yeah. Well, it's important that these guys like each other, man, or love each other for that matter. Just it's, uh, you gotta, you gotta like coming to work and doing, putting in the time and effort and you gotta know that the other guys are with you. And so this group here, I told you this when we were up at training camp that it looks like they're coming together, um, uh, where they actually like each other being around each other. So, um, normally, you can work through the problems if you have that kind of a locker room. I, we were, we've been tested here a little bit. You know, do you do you do what you the word you use in fracture? Do you, do you create fractures, or do you uh, say we're going to get it fixed and go to work? You know, so there are two ways of doing it. Right now, our guys have stuck together and are pounding through it. You had some guys warrior up yesterday. Some other guys. We're going to have Tyreek here in just a little bit on the show. He didn't play that first series of the second half in the locker room. We see him run out there and then you dial him up once things got rolling. What about the guys that you had and even some of your stars that warriored up yesterday? No, I didn't think he was going to play. I mean, I, I didn't know, um, you know, if he was going to play this, I didn't, wasn't sure he was going to play during the week because he didn't practice. And then um, until Friday. So, um, and then I wasn't sure uh, that second half, whether he was going to make it out. So, um, you know, that uh, there was one point where I didn't think he would. And, and then next thing I know, he, he goes, I have to play. I mean, you, you know, and he dashed in. So, um, and did his thing from there, but, uh, you know, he's a, he's a tough kid and he's, he enjoys, he's one of the guys that enjoys playing the game. But when a guy like that does that, how much can that be like a firestorm through the rest of the team? I mean, you had guys like Dawkins in Philly and some of your stars would warrior up, but now you got guys that are your, 
best guys statistically. What does that do to help spread it throughout the whole club? Yeah, well, you saw it. You saw it with Tooney going out and playing with a broken hand. You, you've seen the Badger pound through things. You know, uh, Pat pounded through things. Kelsey pounded through things. You know, you're seeing guys, you're seeing guys do that. And it, you know, no matter how you cut this thing, and we try to keep it as safe as you possibly can. It's a contact sport, so you know, and and um, and and you're going to get banged up and nicked up and all that. And, you know, as long as you're safe, as safe as you can be in a demolition derby, you know, it's uh, then you go out there and you, you, you drive. So it's, um, you know, the guy, the guys have done that and done it well you know, they, and, then, and then produced. So um, that, that ends up being, you know, that, that's important. Just love seeing it. Just love seeing it from those guys and make sure the roll cage is welded in the demolition derby. I want to go to the defensive side of the ball now uh, and ask you about a couple guys. Uh, one is Nick Bolton, the rookie out of Mizzou, and his tackling ability. Uh, let's start there because there's another guy I want to bring up that maybe fans can uh, underrate a bit. But what about Nick and his efforts here in his rookie year? Yeah, I mean, he's making those Tigers proud. I mean, he's a, uh, he's a good football player. He's got a nice knack for uh, where the ball's going. He, he um, he's getting better in the pass game part of it. We asked him, you know, do a lot of different coverages, and he's getting better there every week. And uh, I like I like what I see. He's sure, he's a sure tackler, and he made some big plays for us yesterday. And I want to ask you about I think one of the more underrated guys on this team is Rashad Fenton. To get him back a corner and his ability, he's just going to scrap for you. What about Fenton out there? Yeah, Fenton has done a real nice job. Uh, for us the last couple of weeks where he's had to step in and <clears throat> and play. And I think we've, we've seen him make plays and he's a pretty low key kid until game day. And, you know, then he is, he's all in and that's, again, that's been fun to watch. So that's another uh, person that I think has developed a confidence um, in the coaches that he can go in and really help us. Another guy I want to ask you about, and this is the pride of Missouri S and T because all of the miners out there can put down their mathematical equations and cheer for one of their own. The only guy that's ever played at that school in this league, Turk Wharton, when he snatched that ball out of the air, I'm looking at the re- I'm looking at my spotter going, are you sure that's Turk Wharton? Uh, Cause it looked like Venus flytrap, but the pride of Missouri S and T what about that play and his potential? Yeah, no, he did a great job. He was playing the inside technique and they had a game on where he the defensive end pinched and then the defensive tackle who was Turk did a loop around him and he made contact with the offensive tackle and then ended up grabbing that ball. I mean, it was pretty spectacular all that took place and and then to fight to get his other hand on it so he could maintain the ball when he landed on the ground with a 300 pound man driving him into the ground that was pretty impressive so well you recruited Raul in Waynesville back where you're at Mizzou I know he's a St. Louis kid but there's a lot of pride in that area and doing what he's doing yeah he's a great kid 100 100 miles an hour every every snap and brings his protractor with him (laughs) it brings up an excellent point though because you ask these guys to do a lot we talk about your wide receivers having to learn every position but these guys to play inside and outside defensively how much difficult is that then meets the eye 
on defense? Yeah, well, it's two different areas. I mean, it's two different animals right there. So you, you uh, inside position, you got to have your you got to be alerted to both sides. You when you're on the outside there, you've got one side that's kind of free um, being banged on. So uh, it's just a different way different uh, deal. So being able to play both is is quite a you know quite a special thing there. It's cool to see those guys respond. All right, getting ready for Tennessee. They're going to play here in just a little bit, so we all get to scout them. But Derrick Henry's doing things that really hasn't ever been done in this league. I mean, he's shattering Jim Brown records. Uh, but just a head-knocking game you got coming up against uh, Mike Vrabel and Derrick Henry and the rest of that crew. Yeah, so Derrick is a big man. You know, he's got that, uh, that size and strength and speed combination and – and uh, you probably need that as many times as he carries that ball. So over the over the years here now, he's putting these these dates together here where it's game after game, year after year, and he's staying that's productive. And then Brable's one of the, you know, he was a great defensive player. He's also got a great defensive mind. And so he's going to throw a lot of things at you and, and uh, from their defense to our offense. And, and so we'll have to be sharp and, Stay on our toes for that. We'll let you go to work, Coach. Uh, appreciate it. But we know it's a mindset this week to get ready to play these guys because you better snap the chin strap. All of us better do that to go good to Tennessee and go to Nashville and get a win. But thanks for being with us tonight. All right, Mitch. Appreciate it. Hi to those redheads. They're out here. Head Coach Andy Reid. Stay tuned. We'll have more after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Right, right is Noah Gray. Gonna give it off. Darrell Williams cuts it back to the left after starting right into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. The Chiefs get the coveted second half two possession lead because Darrell Williams, smart and tough, and cutting back to his left. Welcome back. Tonight we're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill on uh, Berry Road, actually in the Northland, on your way to the airport. And tonight a little. Uh, pinch hitter so to speak as we've got the jet coming in with us tonight mccall hardman and uh first of all mccall's appearance we're gonna give him some love uh brought to you by hellsburg jewelry with over 200 locations they've served the kingdom for over 100 years uh but anyway we'll get you a little something to go along with that nice 17 i like that hey thank you thank you first of all hey i mean heck of a win yesterday this thing uh for a half was tough and then got to spin it in the second half. But how, how big was it to show some guts and toughness and, and turn that game around yesterday? Oh, man, you know, we just had to figure it out. You know, I think the first half was just, you know, trying to do things that, you know, we shouldn't be doing. You know, we just wasn't comfortable. We just had to, you know, settle down, take a deep breath, and just do what we know how to do, and, you know, and just get everything back on track. So I think, you know, coming out of the second half with the adjustments and the you know, the, the speech in the locker room, just get everybody back on track, just help us out a lot and just got back to um, doing what we know how to do. So it was definitely a, a good win. And the way we won was good, you know, a little adverse in the first half, come back with the second half and, you know, try to dominate as usual. Getting talking with McCall Hardman, the Jet. I want to bring up D. Will here. I'm going to bring up Daryl Williams because I just talked with Coach about him. You get a dude that's played 40 games in this league, never started, gets his first start. He catches that check down, all right? After we stop them, they miss the field goal. A check down, it should go for one or two. It ends up being 13. 
and I could just see the whole sideline just like rise up. How much did that get everybody going? Because then it became unstoppable. Yeah, man, I think, um, well, you know, we call them dirty. So I think <laughs> just, just showing, just showing, you know, that like, that, that you want it, you know what I'm saying? Like that you want the, uh, the football in your hands and that you, that you try to make, you know, the extra play, the, the extra effort and, you know, straining the finish. And I think just seeing that, it just gets us, you know, gets us hyped, man. And, you know, just like anybody, you know, making a hard run, like, or just anything. So anything of that nature, man. And, oh, I, I went out, I went out. Can, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Just, just, just of that nature and just, I think just seeing that gets everybody hyped and, and, and you know, and, and fired up. So definitely that, that run, man, just everything you needed to see and everything you needed to do. Then it started to pop. How was the huddle, man? Was the, could you feel the blood rushing in the huddle of like, okay, now we got this thing figured out. Let's go. Oh yeah, definitely. And that, that huddle was, was electric, man. Just seeing everybody so positive and, and just willing to, you know, to play for everybody beside each other, man. And, and that, I think, I don't think you can ask for nothing better than that. And, you know, Pat's in control of the huddle and, you know, get everybody on one page, you know, Trav, everybody, Tyreek, you know, getting everybody fired up. So you got your leaders, you know, fired up and, and yeah, just get everybody else just, you know, on the same page. So it, it was great to be in that huddle and just know we can go out there and execute. One of the things I love about this team is the closeness, even offense to defense, because sometimes you can get separated and, I mean, it's just the way football is. But getting on that plane last night, one of the things I loved about it was the defense could feel good about that second half. Offense could feel good. And I'm going to get to you and your special teams play here in a little bit. But how much was it where it became the complimentary football deal in that second half? Did you sense that getting on the plane? And then what kind of energy does it give you now as a team getting ready for Tennessee? Yeah, you know, you know, as an offense, we want to, you know, head the defense out as much as possible. So if they give us a stop, you know, three and out, whatever it may be, you know, we want to, we want to get the ball in the end zone and score. So we can, you know, boost their, their confidence and their, their play on the field, because, you know, it's hard, you know, keeping your defense on the field a long time or they'd be on the field without no, you know, results. So, so with us coming out of the second half and, you know, rewarding them for, for their hard work and hard play on the field, it just, you know, increases the energy and they get on the plane, man. And you just, you know, the bonding and the chemistry just growing, you know, each minute, you know, because it's just you got something to talk about to build on. So it's definitely it's a it's a different feeling in the air, you know, just just, you know, happy, man. Like, you know, we can, you know, build off of it and just get better from it. So uh, definitely, you know, something that you want to um, take take from the game and build on going into next week. Again, talking with McCole Hardman tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom show as the Chiefs winner over Washington and now getting ready for the Tennessee Titans. We'll play here in just a little bit after the show. I want to ask you about the punt returns uh, in this game. You had a couple of them, but that the second one and then the penalty jacked on top of that just set everything up to keep the fire blazing. What about the returns yesterday and what made them work? Yeah, man, I kind of missed the first one. Uh, I misread it. Um, that kind of that kind of made me mad. Um, I misread it, man. I, I gotta you know be SB. Gotta be more locked in. And but the the next two, man, it's just me just trying to make a play and you know try to you know keep that energy, keep it going because you know special teams is a big part of the game. So I was trying to have a touchdown, man, just try to you know get past the last guy and everything. But um, but just to get those extra yards and gain extra you know field position for the offense and 
you know, make it a little bit easier for everybody. And, you know, so I kind of take that role seriously and just try to do the best I can. But um, my, my guys in front of me, those 10 guys in front of me was blocking very well and they was doing they had to do. And um, so I was just trying to, you know, reward those guys the best way I can and, and you trying to get in the end zone. But, you know, those, you know, what, 30, 20 yard runs is, is a big difference. And, you know, being like on the 20 and now you on the, you know, the 40 or, you know, the opposite, you know, or the 50. So um, those are big gains and big, big gain of momentum too as well for the offense coming on. So just trying to do my part and do my job and, and you know, trying to help the team best way I can. On the one, the punter was the only guy left, right? Was he the last guy left? Was it? Yeah. 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 On it's Both of them, actually. Yeah, he, uh, state, when he got a penalty on the second one because he tried to yeah. go at the knees. Uh, but when you see the punter, like, that's, that's the only guy left. Like, what's what's going through your mind at that point? Oh, make a miss. Like, the punter should never talk to you. But in those situations, man, like, he – the punter did a real good job of cutting the field off, you know. And um, so, when I'm so when you're so close to the sideline like that and, you know, you're going at a, at a certain speed, it's like it's so hard to, you know, try to cut back or, you know, try to get, you know, try to get past him. He, and I give the punter a lot of credit. He did a good job. And – on the second one, he honestly messed the whole touchdown up because he ended up cutting Willie. And um, but you know, if he never would have dove at his legs and just you know tried to do it regular, then I think Willie would have did a good good enough job to block him, and I could have went up the sideline. But um, but I guess he he, he knew he he about to take the flag than the than the touchdown. So um, but he did a good job. But um, but yeah, you just want to think of just making a miss, man. Like don't let him tackle you, you know. And um, but. You know, sometimes it happens, and um, but it's just something you can learn from. But uh, if I know if I was in a little bit more open space, you wouldn't have had a chance. But just gotta, you know, give it a defense to take you. So it was kind of a take strange defense. Give you. I got you. It, it was kind of a strange punting style. I was trying to explain it during the play-by-play. He's like standing and then turns into it, and he's a left-footed punter. He punted at OU, so some fans around here may know him. But how, how weird was it? His style, and was it tough to pick it up? Oh, uh, yeah, he stands on, you know, to our left side the, the entire time. So he can pull it to our left or he can kick it to the right. So you just got to look at indicators, man, and, um, you know, read the gunners. Sometimes the gunners will give you false reads or um, so. But basically, you just got to watch off his foot, you know, because his, his body will turn a little bit differently when he's going to kick it to, to our left or his body will stay more straighter when he's um, kicking it to our right. So um, just got to be very uh, locked in and dialed in to, you know, his body language and demeanor of what he trying to kick it to. And um, so the last two, I had a good read on him and um, knew kind of where he was going. So, um, yeah, so when you get a good read, man, he gives you time to, you know, return it. You just got to try to make him pay. McCall Hardman, our guest tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. She's getting ready to play the Tennessee Titans. We're back with a few more minutes with the Jet after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Hardman in motion, sprinting in front of the face of Mahomes, is in his shotgun. Takes the snap from Humphrey. Fade pattern. He runs wide open. Caught a touchdown. Kansas City. Demarcus Robinson left the corner in the dust. A 24-yard touchdown. Patrick Mahomes to Demarcus Robinson. Colter's back with you tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Again, we're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill on Berry Road, one of the uh, great locations in the Chiefs Kingdom for Hy-Vee. And McCall Hardman, 
uh, stepping in with us tonight as Tyreek Hill had to get some treatments done on his quad. Uh, want to ask you though, and how much more you're asked to do on scrimmage downs this year. It's been fun to see you uh, asked to do more things. I mean, you're running those crosses. Uh, we got you going every which way uh, all over the field. How much more of a challenge has it been and how more, how, how much more excitement has there been for you to be asked to do more things? Oh, man, it's, it's very exciting. You know, you know, doing things that you normally don't do, you know, usually, you know, first two years, you're more so of, a, you know, a deep threat and, you know, you're down the field majority of the times and, you know, doing little things. But it's good to, you know, do differently, like, you know, the crossing routes and, you know, catching the, catching over the ball and, you know, little screens here and there. So it's good that you can, you know, develop your game and get comfortable with that game and knowing that you still, you know, you can be a deep threat. And um, so it's good to to get the underneath things and you know take them into a big game and stuff like that. So it just helps you overall as a player. You know, you know, better you off. You know, during the season or you know late in the season when you've been doing it early in the season, so it's nothing new. And uh, you're not just trying to jump into a role that you're not familiar with. So it's very exciting, man. And, and just I'm good. I can you know just be part of the offense and you know make plays when the, when the, when my numbers called and just continue to do that throughout the season. Going back to Tennessee, this is where the jump passed to you for 83 yards uh, for a touchdown against these guys. Uh, might have some good vibe when you run on that field on Sunday. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we remember we, we lost that game, too, as well. So, it's some extra added motivation, you know, going into next weekend, knowing that, you know, we, we lost on that field last time. Um, it's a good environment, man, good uh, good experience to to play on that field. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. The game will be fun. I'm just be, you know, excited to go out there and just play. Going to pivot here a little bit. Is this the year? Is this year the dogs do it? Georgia ranked number one. Alabama's already been beaten. I mean, it's been since what? Herschel Walker. Uh, are the dogs going to get it done this year? Man, I hope so, man. I think it's, it's been so long, you know, and we've been having great teams even when I was there, you know, I think I should have had two national championships, you know, and um, so just for them to, to be out there doing what they doing, man. You know, I'm rooting for them every, every year. So hopefully things can stay the track, man, and them, them guys stay good, man. The defense is, is amazing. And, you know, you win a championship with defense. So um, so hopefully those guys stay healthy and, and, and do their thing. I wish I could go to a game, but I don't seem like I'm going to be able to get the one this year. So um, but I'm rooting for them, and, and hopefully, you know, they, they get it done. Now there's dogs, and then there's dog dogs. And that defense is a dog-dog defense. Oh, my goodness. That defense is one of the best I've seen. There's going to be some guys, hopefully, on our team and our others uh, coming off that defense at Georgia. Yeah, definitely, man. You got some studs on there. And that, that was there when I was there, actually. Um, a lot of them were freshmen when I was a junior. And um, to see those guys develop, and, you know, and, and understand their assignment and, and grow into, you know, one of the, some dominant players, it's a very good sight to see, man, because, you know, when we was there, it's like, you know, they were still learning it, you know, kind of like, you know, pups and stuff. So, um, none of they all, you know, full-grown dogs, it's, it's, it's good to see, man. So, I'm, I'm glad to see those guys, you know, um, getting what they deserve. Again, McCole Hardman with it for just a couple more minutes here. I've told you this before. When we drafted you, I've, I was flying someplace. I can't remember it, but I was on a – and a guy said, you guys just drafted McCole Hardman? I said, yeah. He said, you know what kind of a legend he was in high school? So then I said, well, kind of, but I don't know. And he goes, oh, dude, let me just tell you about it. Because he was at a rival high school, and he was starting to lay it all out. And I was like, wow, okay. I mean, you were legendary, like, as a quarterback, right, in Northeast Georgia. 
Right, right. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah made a statement in high school for sure. <laughs> but if we get some quarterback plays in for you, I don't want to give away the secrets. Maybe Tennessee, but when are we gonna unleash that inner quarterback in you, number seventeen? I don't know. I be trying to tell them, man. Just you know, put me and Tyreek back there, man. The re option, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a little triple option going on with the back, like you know, just put Pat, you know, at the out wide receiver. You know, I be telling them we could do things like that. I let them know, like I'm, I'm really like that back there, you know. And um, but you know, that's up to Coach Reed if you want, you know, you know. I don't know if a team's ready for that or not, you know, because I'm telling you, just give me like two plays in a row, you know, it's guaranteed first down, you know. So just. Just got to see what, what Coach Reed feeling and if he want to put me back there one of these times. So, you know, I'm all for it. So, Dirty D. Will's got to come out. Like, you got, it's just you and Tyreek back there, or are we going to have somebody else back running this option with you? Or is D. Will, you're out. Go set this one out a second. I got it. Nah, you put D. Will back there with us, man, like with a little chip <laughs> option action, you know. D. Will, you know, me and Tyreek could be on the option or something. You know, D. Will could be the, the handoff. So, you know, it, it could it could be anything like that, you know, and you could have players off of it, you know what I'm saying? So it uh, definitely be a different look that the defense haven't seen before. So that might be like playoff time type thing to bring that out, you know. I, I don't know. Just got you know, I'll be putting in Coach Reed here all the time. I ain't going you know, I can go to quarterback, you know, I can get in the backfield, tell the E B and everything. So maybe eventually they just like, you know what? Go ahead and put him back there and see what I can do. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. You know how coach is, he may put it in. Like, we're all sitting there talking like it's crazy. I'm like, well, you may see this. So just know this, folks, when it happens, that McCole Hardman was one of the best high school quarterbacks in the state of Georgia's history uh, back in the day. Um, what about just then off the field? I know family's important to you. That area's important to you. Uh, but now the kingdom is your home. And so you've settled in here now, third year around this. Um what about having two homes here, the kingdom and then what you grew up in in, in Georgia? Uh, you know, it feels good. You know, like you said, being here three years now and British settling in and, and just, you know, learning to get used to the seasons here, you know. And uh, I think that's the <laughs> biggest adjustment I had to get used to was the cold and the snow and stuff like that. You haven't seen snow in like 15 years and you get here and see it, you know, within four months of being, you know, being here. So, um, but uh, I think it's great, man, you know, having a home feeling here and being comfortable in your environment and, and the people around, you know, and everybody show love out here. Uh, it's a great uh, football place to be around. And uh, so it's definitely a good feeling. And then when you go home, it's kind of like the same love. And, you know, so it's not much of a drop off. So um, definitely, definitely a great feeling to have have that home feeling. You've had some of your best games in the cold weather, though. And I always tell people, that run of the Super Bowl was started with a 58-yard kickoff return when it was like the other day. It felt like halftime of the other day. We're getting smoked by Houston, and I said on the air, just somebody's got to light the fuse. D-Will did it the other day. You did it that year with that 58-yard kickoff return. Hopefully that play, my friend, my brother, will be warm in your heart as long as you live. Yeah, man. You know, I don't think people talk enough about that play, too. That's honestly it's crazy. They don't really talk about that play a lot. And uh, but you know, to me, man, I I, I always think of myself. I was just back there with, on the kickoff. It's like, man, let's they give you a chance, man. Make them pay. You know what I'm saying? Like, make them pay. They give you a chance and uh, call one of my favorite returns. And you know, I seen the opening. I just you know, I just went out to the races. Wish I could have scored, man. But um, but definitely got that thing lit up. Then you know, scored thirty day on the fake punt. It's just like everything just happened to how it supposed to happen. And, 
And uh, I was glad that, you know, I can just, you know, start it off for even like the Jews. You changed history and you're making history right now. Thanks for being with us, McCall, so much. Appreciate you being in the kingdom and uh, let's go get Tennessee, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. The Jet, number 17, McCall Hardman. Back to wrap things up on the show after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Heineke has a pass. Knocked down. It's intercepted. It was knocked down. It's Turk Wharton gets the pick. He picks it out of the sky. It's the second takeaway of the game for the Chiefs defense. And all of the graduates of Missouri S&T in Rolla, Missouri, put down their calculators and their mathematical equations and cheer one of their own because Turk Wharton has got the interception. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee Market Grill. Again, we are in Berry Road in the Northland. So uh, we've been kind of celebrating the Northland here over the last couple of times. Home game for people like Snowstorm Sandy, who's coming back from injury, uh, just like a lot of our players. Hopefully we get Chris Jones back this week. Uh, so getting ready to play the Tennessee Titans. I don't know if you followed what's going on in the National Football League, but it is maniacal. Yesterday, there were another one, two, three, four games decided in the last minute of the game or overtime. I think my total here, trying to keep track of it, is at least in the first six weeks, 23 games have been decided in the last minute or overtime. It's an all-time NFL record after six weeks, and it's just getting crazier. Um, one of my mantras, you'll see it this week on, uh, uh, on Channel 41. I do a thing called The Minute with Mitch on Thursday nights. They carry it. But I'm going to say it's the best reality show there is, is the National Football League. It's crazy every week. And if you watched that game last night, that was nutso. So I bring that up because here we're going. We're going to Tennessee to take on the Titans. The last time we were there, we had a crazy game that we lost 35 to 32. Kicking boo, boo, boo. All right. And, but crazy things happened. They blocked a field goal. We had a snap that rolled back on another field goal attempt. It was like five hop back to the holder. It was Dustin Colquitt at the time. And a 69-yard run by Derrick Henry. Now, we got to be honest. Derrick Henry is huge. Yes, he is 200,000 pounds and hard to tackle. As I talked with Coach, he's setting records, records that have been done, um, not done, really. He's breaking Jim Brown's records, and all the guys ahead of him and what he's done in the last several years are all in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So we got a big a chore ahead of us. All of you get to scout him tonight, and you can put together your scouting reports and send them to Coach, uh, send them to Ryan, who's our main engineer tonight, and then we'll make sure Coach gets what you think of the Titans and how we're going to beat them. We came back to avenge that game, remember? We were down by 10 points to them in the AFC Championship game in 2019 and came back to beat them, and Mike Vrabel had his stocking cap on all weird when uh, Patrick Mahomes was able to make that scramble for a touchdown and one of the greatest plays in uh, postseason history in the National Football League for sure in our franchise. So we got to get ready to go because you cannot meet the intensity of Derrick Henry and Mike Vrabel with the weird stocking hat. I don't think he'll be wearing it this game. What you have to do is exceed that intensity. What you have to do when you're going to Nashville to beat the Titans is to put the hammer down. And hopefully you got your registration of our big crowd here tonight 
at Hy-Vee Market Grill in Onbury Road near the airport. Get your registration in here in the last couple of minutes, and you could win some of our prizes, autographed pictures. A reminder, the folks here at Hy-Vee are great. Um, they do have the score, the savings, you know, every Monday after a Chiefs game uh, with, what, 31 points. With, uh, you can check out how all that works with score the savings. Plus, they've got this new QR code if you've seen them. They're not just deals. They are super hot deals. Just saying. It is Weird Wolf's favorite thing. He will scan them uh, and does it several times. And it's rutting season for Weird Wolf, and it's his birthday. So, Weird Wolf, happy birthday. You all can celebrate Weird Wolf's birthday by scanning the QR code and finding out they're not just any deals. They are super hot deals. I will tell you, though, for this football team getting ready to go to Tennessee, the best thing that happened was all three phases of the game getting involved in that second half. We shut out the Washington football team yesterday and held them to just 76 yards in the second half. It was the second lowest second half total for any team in the NFL in week six going into tonight's game, which is the Titans and the Bills. Boo. Boo the Bills. Boo the Boo Titans. All right. But it was a great effort by our defense. I mentioned guys earlier. Mike Dana gets a forced fumble. Uh, he has been an outstanding player in his second year. I talked about Rashad Fenton, a career-high seven tackles. Nick Bolton, a career tight a career-high with nine tackles and two passes defensed. And so uh, to put those guys to do it was uh, outstanding. Again, I talked about Rashad Fenton. So many underrated plays. The play to ignite uh, the Super Bowl 54 turnaround. A 30-yard interception last year in the AFC Championship game against the Buffalo Bills. So... For this defense to get it done yesterday, for Patrick Mahomes to go crazy again, good crazy, outstanding in that second half. How about those throws? Sidearm across his body, pinpointing the throws. Tyreek Hill warrioring up. Uh, Travis Kelsey warrioring up. Joe Tooney warring up. Could have had probably been out for the season with a broken hand. He's like, nope, going to play. We're going to grind and we're going to get this done. That's the kind of toughness and energy that was created in that second half yesterday. And getting on the plane, because it marinates on the plane ride home. You have a couple of hours, you're just with each other. And all three phases, you could get on that plane with pride and understand doing this, putting it all together hand in hand to get ready to play the Tennessee Titans. All that comes into play here with what got done yesterday, which what seems like a 31-13 win over the Washington football team. And, yes, it was weird calling on the Washington football team all day yesterday, or WFT. Oh, no, 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 no. No acronyms here. We're not going social media on this one. I did not call on, though, at any time in that afternoon, the woofed. I could have said the woofed. And believe me, their fans are confused because they're wearing shirts that, like, I shouldn't be wearing this or whatever. I kind of felt sorry for the Woofed fans, all right, and for the overall. But it was an outstanding victory on the road. Patrick Mahomes was awesome in the second half of that game. He is now 22-5 and five on the road as a starting quarterback in this league. He did something yesterday, 250-plus yards passing, 25-plus yards rushing, two-plus touchdown passes, only been done two other times in the history of the National Football League, 
and Patrick Mahomes did it along with the help of his teammates. All right. You started the turnaround, too, because you took the second half of that game and start the spirit in trying to beat the Tennessee Titans. It's time to put the hammer down. Next week, we will be in Shawnee. We're going back to the Kansas side. Shawnee at that high V. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Kansas City Chiefs Football Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t